Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, March 21st. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm Noah Osborne. Here are today's headlines. New York City is taking steps to prepare for potential protests today. Barricades have been put in place around a Manhattan courthouse and Trump Towers in anticipation of an indictment for former President Donald Trump. Mayor Adams said police continue to monitor social media but have yet to find any credible signs of unrest. All of this stems from hush money payments Trump allegedly made to adult film actress Stormy Daniels during the 2016 presidential campaign to cover up a supposed affair the two had years earlier. New Jersey's oldest private bus company ends commuter services. DeCamp Bus Lines provided commuters with a route from Montclair to Manhattan for 153 years. The company began as a stagecoach business in the 1800s, but also provided commuting services to Manhattan and other New Jersey suburbs. COO of the company, Jonathan DeCamp, says commuter capacity has not bounced back to pre-COVID levels. Before the pandemic, buses carried roughly 7,000 commuters to and from New York City. And now that federal and state subsidies are ending, the commuter services are no longer sustainable. DeCamp will continue to operate charter and shuttle buses, including service to Atlantic City. The decision goes into effect on April 7th. There's a new PBS documentary that'll run tonight, and it revolves around a current important figure in science. Dr. Anthony Fauci allowed a crew to film his life for about two years, starting in January 2021. He says he hopes American masters Dr. Tony Fauci will inspire others to continue science as a career, even though he's faced criticism on his own professional journey. Fauci has advised seven presidents on infectious diseases and worked on many crises, including AIDS, HIV, Ebola, and COVID-19. American Masters will premiere at 8 p.m. There's a new AI chatbot in town, and A, I did not see this one coming. That's right, Noah. Today, Google launched its own competitor in the AI chatbot race, known as BARD. The new chatbot is currently available to a limited number of users in the U.S. and U.K., but will be made accessible to other languages and countries over time. President Joe Biden is presenting a few music icons with the National Medals of Arts. Bruce Springsteen, Gladys Knight, and Jose Feliciano will receive the nation's highest award given to artists and patrons. The National Medal of Arts awards recipients for their outstanding contributions to arts in the United States. Other non-music recipients include actor Julia Louis-Dreyfus, designer Vera Wang, and the Billie Holiday Theater. The event will be live-streamed on the White House website today at 4.30. On this day in music history, Michael Jackson took the world to school on the Jackson 5 single ABC back in 1970. Amen. And speaking of amens, Madonna dropped her album, Like a Prayer, in 1989. In honor of Women's History Month, WFUV will be featuring a series of stories that explore complex women's health issues. This week, WFUV's Taylor Massetta talks to two female athletes about the struggles and joys of competing as mothers, and how the world of sports can better support women before, during, and after pregnancy. Over the course of Women's History Month, I spoke with mothers who continue to lace up their running shoes. They do this because, for them, running is freedom. It gives them the opportunity to change the landscape of sports for mothers for the better. 
Alicia Montano has racked up quite the resume, NCAA champion, US champion, and an Olympian for the 800 meters. She made sure that that resume included children. In 2014, Montano famously ran at US Nationals eight months pregnant, and then she won the 800 meter national title just a year after having her first child. She said that it was a statement to show the world that women could thrive in both their athletic careers and motherhood. Her talent was the perfect platform to do that. Sports is a microcosm of what's happening in the world. When people see social impact in sports, people see social impact in society and in the world. And so I wanted to use my ability to run fast over two laps for good. Montano has also done plenty of work for mothers off the track. In 2019, she released an op-ed to the New York Times calling out Nike for not providing their female athletes with pregnancy protections. And then postpartum, the contract standardizations did not allow for there to be expansion for maternity leave, meaning that our performance expectations still continued on throughout pregnancy and postpartum. Everybody who watched me run in 2014 saw that I finished dead last, beautifully, wonderfully, first pregnant person, but it was not something that was going to check the box from a performance standpoint in these contracts. One year later, Montano founded Am Mother a nonprofit organization that pushes for mothers' full participation in sport. This includes installing lactation stations for breastfeeding at U.S. national meets and providing grants for individual athletes. Montano lights up when asked about her kids. She knows that getting on the track sets a great example for them. Oh my gosh, my kids are so great. I mean, I think the thing for me as a mom is just recognizing how important it is for our kids to see themselves thriving and how we are supporting them. Jessica Ewald agrees. Her running journey started after the birth of her fourth child. Having survived extreme weight gain, diabetes, and four C-sections, she's completed 34 races in the past year. Um, I started running um, after I lost 100 pounds. I walked my dog and I ran from one stop sign to the next stop sign. And I came home and I cried because I was so excited about it. And then I ran a block, and then I ran a mile, and now, of course, I'm up to marathons. When asked about how society can better support competing mothers, Ewald answered with no hesitation. My first instinct is that it shouldn't even be a question. I mean, it, mothers, fathers, what's, what's the difference of anybody that's wanting to compete? Ewald just competed in the New York City Half Marathon this past Sunday. She represented Every Mother Counts, a fundraiser for maternal care. But what matters most to Ewald isn't her results, but the way her performances influence her kids. One of her sons often hops in on her runs. And then there's a, there's a one-mile race that really pushes my son. He got a seven-minute mile, and he just started running. So that was amazing. For He was very excited about that. So just the fact that he likes to run with me because I'm running, being a role model to my children, that's all that, that's all that really matters. I'm Taylor Massetta, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Taylor Massetta talking to mothers about what it's like to compete before, during, and after childbirth. And that's our show for today. I'm Noah Osborne. And I'm Christina Lulich. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, and culture. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.